Welcome to Mental Ish, a podcast to get your mind right. All right, so scrolling through the headlines today, there are about a million topics I could choose to talk about. It's just endless. Um, People are really in their feelings right now and really up in arms about two particular things. One being abortion and the other being internet censorship. Uh, Let's just go ahead and start with abortion. Now, two southern states, Georgia and Alabama, have passed new pro-life legislation this week. Georgia dubbed theirs the heartbeat bill, which basically states that after six weeks of pregnancy, abortion is illegal. Side note, I'm good with it. Just going to leave it at that for now. Uh, Alabama has gone much more to the extreme in basically saying that abortion is illegal in all cases, including cases of rape and incest, and that doctors who perform an abortion could face up to 99 years in prison. And, um, you know, a lot of people are just freaking out. And of course, the the typical pro-choice argument is they don't want to be told what what they're doing with their bodies, right? They don't want to feel like the white man is deciding if they're going to be able to get an abortion or not, or if they have to be a mother or not. My stance on the subject is rather common sense, as you guys know me very well, and this is just my opinion, mind you. But in the particular case of Georgia, you know, with the heartbeat bill, six weeks is plenty of time for a rape victim or a victim of, you know, accidental contraception failure to sort it out. You know, there's plan B. Uh, you, you can go actually get an abortion within the first six weeks in Georgia. It's, it's plenty of time. Now, my personal opinion, which, which is somewhat harsh, is you really shouldn't be having sex raw unless you're ready to be a mother, period. You know what the consequences are should there be a quote-quote crime of passion or accident. Um, It's just common sense. I don't mean to be insensitive or not be compassionate for those that feel that they have rights or or have want to have choices. I respect your choices. What I don't respect is that's a living thing. Whether you want to call it a baby or not, it has a heartbeat. And 6 weeks is is to me just plenty of time to to sort sort your shit. Uh Alabama on the other hand, I go back and forth with Alabama. This was just brought to my attention this morning. And as I stated in an earlier Facebook post, again, if you're not ready to be a mother, if you're not financially able to be a mother, if your career would suffer from you being a mother and you're not ready for that, if you are the victim of any type of uh, rape or uh, accidental uh, pregnancy, there are options. Now, many of the options because most unwanted pregnancies are not the result of rape, can be avoided with contraception, uh, abstinence, 
and I just don't have any sympathy for people who get pregnant, wait till after six weeks, and then decide they're just not ready. I was particularly triggered by this uh, argument because I was almost the victim of an abortion. My, uh, my birth mother was unfit, alcoholic, and financially unable to care for me. Had it not been for my grandmother, you would not be hearing my voice today. The people in my life that care about me would not have had the chance to do so. My dog would probably be pretty fucking upset as well. So as someone who has heard all the other side's arguments about, well, they're unwanted, they're going to grow up in the system, they're going to end up in foster care, they're going to end up in prison, etc., etc., I'm living proof that your argument is bullshit. And again, I'm a common sense person. Every action has a reaction. So if you don't want to be pregnant, take the necessary precautions not to have that happen. Now, um, I do know that accidents happen and that you know the 99% eff- efficacy of birth control, there's that 1% chance. But just like there's that 1% chance and there's less than 3% of all uh, abortions being the result of rape or incest, I would say the majority are just irresponsible. And I don't think that a potential life should have to be snuffed out because someone else is irresponsible. So I agree with, with the Georgia bill. And the Alabama is a bit extreme, but... I I don't believe that it's actually going to pass all the way through. I think that they're going to be met with some sort of um, block uh, legally. All right, so mental health-wise, the pro-choicers are angry. The pro-lifers are angry. They're, They're angry. We all know that anger comes from being hurt or feeling slighted or feeling not heard, insulted. There's a, there's a lot of reasons to feel angry. But the difference is the pro-lifers are angry because they're trying to defend an innocent life. And the pro-choicers would do well to remember that, that the intentions of the people who are against abortion are pure. They really are. And I'm not saying that the pro-choicers intentions aren't pure, but they're much, much more selfish. If a baby is going to inconvenience you or you're not able to care for one, as I said earlier, don't have raw sex. It's very, it's very simple. It's so, it's so common sense. And you know, there's a million excuses. Well, I was drunk. Well, it was this. Well, it was that. Tell that to the kid you just killed. You know what I mean? As I said, as someone who almost ended up not here, I just don't have the sympathy for the pro-choicers. And it's not white men that are telling you what to do with your bodies. It's a lot of human beings, both male and female, of all different races that are pro-life, that want to give life a chance. It's not your job as an inconvenienced potential mother to play God. And I think if some people would uh, 
take the time that are on the pro-choice side to go ahead and Google what an, abor- what an abortion entails, especially after six weeks or after the first trimester and how it's done and what happens to the unborn baby in your stomach. I think it might change a lot of minds. That's all I'm saying. All right, so on to other news. Let's talk about internet censorship. This is a big fucking deal, guys, okay? It's a big deal because the people that aren't being affected by it right now are like, we don't care. We don't like their opinion anyway. Like, fuck them. The problem with this is it's going to spread like a disease. They censor one person that they think that they label extreme, and then it starts sort of a chain reaction. And then, you know, they start censoring people less extreme. And then they start censoring people that might even be on the same side as them, but they just don't like them. Or they just don't. These tech companies, you know, Twitter, Google, Facebook, they're too big. They need to be regulated, broken up, something. And and, and the argument that, you know, these are private companies, they can do what they want, it's not infringing on freedom of speech, is bullshit, guys. Facebook is a publicly traded company. And, and I mean, I don't know enough about uh, corporate sort of regulation to be able to answer whether that leaves them open to possibly be sued or, or, or regulated by the government, but I hope they are. I know that a few of the people that are uh, currently being censored have already got lawsuits going on. Uh, against these companies but today some really good news came in and even if you're on the other side of the fence and you're on the left hand side and you feel that you know the the censorship of conservatives is not your problem as I said it starts here and it only gets worse now let me ask you a question before I tell you the, the, the headline that came out today are you not competent enough and grown enough and responsible enough to filter out what you don't like or agree with? I think you are. If you're if you're an adult listening to this podcast right now, if you know you're able to vote and you're able to hold a job and you're able to have all the basic, you know, rights, uh human rights, I think that you have the right to listen to and follow and get information on whatever and whoever you want. And once you start, you know, these big platforms start censoring people, basically what they're saying is, we think you're too stupid to not listen to people that you don't like, so we're going to cut off their voice. And we're going to decide what you listen to. We're going to decide what kind of news you digest. And I'm sorry, but that's wrong. And I don't want it. I want to be able to have all the information in front of me and then make a decision on what I agree and don't agree with for myself as a fucking adult. And I think that that's what it boils down to. And I always go back to, you know, baseline, to foundation, to simplicity, to, again, common sense. Do you need big tech daddies to protect you from information? Or do you think that you can just not follow people? 
that you don't like and not follow people that you don't agree with. It's called free choice. It's called free will. God wanted us to have free will. Even if you don't believe in God, you are your own person. And supporting censorship and supporting the silencing of opposing views is wrong on so many levels. All right, so let me get to the headline. Uh, Trump is actually building a censorship dossier to uh, combat this issue. And he's announced an initiative to uh, gather stories of those that have been censored and smeared by big tech. And uh, the White House is asking people to, to write in. They've actually put, I think, a form up on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken, and possibly other platforms now, where they want people to write in and report uh, their experience with censorship. Um, because they are, you know, they're they're looking into it and they are going to do something about it. And I am jumping for joy. Sorry, guys on the left are people that think, you know, that your opinion is the only one that matters and no one else should be able to oppose you. Uh, if you want to live in a communist country, there are plenty of them. Uh, I don't. And I'm all for this. I am all for this. As I said, it is not someone else's right responsibility to tell me what I should or should not listen to or watch. I can decide that on my own. And for the for the argument that, you know, the the radical uh cons- conspiracy theorists and people on the right they're they're trying to brainwash kids and they're trying to this and that. Listen. I will tell you as a person who used to lean more towards the left, although I've always been sort of a down the middle kind of person, I did, I I will say I used to uh, lean more Democrat, more uh, liberal. Over the past two years, I asked, I, I, I was, a lot of things were brought to my attention that made me pause and look into things and really look into things like look for documents, like go down the rabbit hole, uh, find information that is not just readily plastered on the mainstream media screens. This is stuff that you have to search for. And it was shocking. It was a bit embarrassing for me to realize that I had been uh, blindly following people without actually knowing facts and, and following sort of a movement without knowing the inner workings of what that movement was. And I can admit when I'm wrong. And I was wrong because despite how extreme and radical some of the thoughts and quote, quote, conspiracy theories come out of the right hand side, they aren't alt-right. They aren't white supremacists. These are people that I've seen on their shows and on their, their, on their collaborations. I mean, they're, they're all races and they're just trying to expose sort of the the big lie that a lot of us have been told for many years. And I was that person that now argues with me on social media. I was that person so I can be compassionate, um, you know, and, and listen to their argument and then try to lead them toward 
sort of enlightenment. And, and, and I tell them, go look this stuff up. I don't even want you to take what I'm saying at face value because I don't want to be some all-knowing you know, voice. I just want you, I want to inspire people to do their own due diligence and their own research. And um, it's not my job to change your mind. It's my job to ask you to open your mind. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So that being said, I can't imagine a world where having my opinion is not allowed unless my opinion goes along with mainstream media, which has been proven over and over and over again to be historically false and fabricated and misleading. So that's where I'm at with that. And as far as the sort of fog that a lot of people find themselves in and how it affects you mentally, like listening to all this stuff that's going on, it's upsetting, it's nerve-wracking, it's confusing. That's what it really is. It's confusing to determine what's real and what's a, what's a lie and what, what news story or what news outlet is telling the truth and what news outlet is pushing an agenda. So that's why my solution to put your mind at ease to figure out what the facts are is you've got to do your own research. You've got to go down the rabbit hole. I know it's scary. I know it's daunting. Trust me, I did it. I'm still doing it. But I feel better being on the informed side than just kind of going along with the flow, if that makes sense. On a mental wellness note, the media is everywhere now. It's in our phones, it's on our timeline, our social media, it's everywhere. I know what it does to your stress levels and to your anxiety levels. It can send them just all over the place all day long, constantly arguing with people online, posting things, sticking up for your point of view, speaking out on what you think is right, all of that. It's not bad to do, but you've got to kind of audit your time. You know, pick an hour a day. Pick an hour a day so that you're not going online every 30 minutes, responding to a, a, a comment, uh, arguing with people, etc. Pick an hour a day, check out what's going on, write a post if you want to, you know, <laughs> get into a, a healthy debate, hopefully, if you want to. But don't let it consume your day because you have to remember that you can't control what's going on in the world. You can only control your little universe, your little bubble of life. And you don't want it to be riddled with anxiety and stress over things that you just can't control. So that's my two cents. Not to lecture, but just to be a voice of reason. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. I would like to start some conversations and some healthy debates, hear your uh, opinions on what I had to say of what's going on in this world. And um, if you have any future topic requests or things that you want to talk about or you want me to talk about, um, I would love to hear them. All of my links, you know, email, social media, etc., can be found on gabbyfox.com. And uh, I look forward to next week. Have a good night, guys.